Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. We've just got to go out there and be aggressive, dominate the game, create chances and score goals. And so, you know, our approach will be exactly the same. It's going to be um, a very exciting game and a game to, uh, that you want to play, want to coach. Coach. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Chris Burke and Simon Donnelly. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! Well, the big two are in action tonight and we've got the big two from the old firm here. Well, Kilmarnock now, obviously Chris Burke, former Rangers star and former Celtic star Simon Donnelly. And the Celtic lineup right away, and quite a few changes. Hart and goals, Ralston, Welsh, Starfelt, and Scales. Beat on as captain tonight. O'Reilly, Rogic and Forrest, Maeda and Giacomacca through the middle. And Simon Donnelly, the Celtic bench is almost as strong. So the Celtic bench with Bain and Olayumi, the goalkeepers, Julien, Taylor, Abada, McCarthy, Jota, Carter Vickers, Hatati, McGregor and Juranovic. What's the manager doing tonight? What do you make of it? He's shuffling the pack uh, quite extensively. I think I would not have picked that 11. Uh, a lot of changes from the weekend that you could take into consideration possibly the surface, the conditions. They've got games coming up in the league as well. So he's using his pack uh, and, well, hopefully for his sake, wisely. Celtic 3-1 down. Nobody thought that would be the case this time last week, Chris. Your old team, Rangers, people went in thinking, well, to come back with maybe a draw, maybe one goal advantage. But Rangers 4-2 ahead. What kind of game are we going to see tonight at Ibrox? I actually don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm unsure just because of the unpredictability of the, the scoreline the first game. Um, you know, Dortmund, I think, will go the, go to Ibrox now knowing that there's really nothing to lose. I think they'll, they'll go from the first minute. But... You know, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst spoke about it after the game. You know, they were concentrated and they were there for the first minute. Albeit this, they, they got a little bit lucky with the first goal with this with the handball, but and then they score from a set play. And before you know it, you're two 0 up in Dortmund, and they get a fantastic result. But tonight, I think it's really important, Paul, that the fans stick with the team tonight, just because I've been there as a player and I know what it's like in the European nights and in big big games and. You've still got that 2 0, you know, score line, mm. but you're trying, are you going to hold on for it? Are you going to go for it? You just don't know, do you? So even if there's a setback in the game, I think it's really, really important that the fans still get behind the team. What do you think at home or in the cars heading to, well, Ibrooks probably shortly, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Chris Burke and Simon Donnelly are here. I hear Jude Bellingham came in last night at Ibrooks looking at the pitch yeah. and said, what a gaff this is. Yeah, Some place. I've seen yeah. it. Uh, he was very impressed with the stadium. I always liked playing at Ibrooks, to be fair. Uh, obviously biased towards Celtic Park, but you know I like going over to... to the rivals and playing in playing at Ibrox, but he was very impressed with it. and I don't see Dortmund being phased with, you know, tonight's the fifty thousand. But Rangers after last week, as, as Chris says, has put themselves in a really strong position uh, to go through a fantastic result over there. 
and even Dortmund getting the second goal. I mean, we, we spoke about it mm. in the studio last week about maybe trying to take a, a goal deficit back to Ibrox. They've now got two goals ahead in the tie and it's firmly in their hands. I would like to see them go and be bold tonight. You know, I think that's how they'll get a result rather than sitting. What about the Celtic lineup, which yeah. we've just given Chris? What do you make of it? It's still a strong. He's added a bit of height, <clears> maybe as well. I know Paki Bonner was, uh, you know, in the papers today saying Celtic could do with a bit more height in the mm-hmm. team up against the big Norwegians. Is that a factor as much as thinking of this weekend and the game at Hibs? Well, I think Paul it might be a bit of both. You know, the, the Dundee game, they were they conceded from two set plays and maybe height is took into consideration. We adding in scales there. Um, you know, Beaton's there and he's going to captain the side tonight also and. You have got a little bit more height. You've got Giamakis starting as well. So, yeah, maybe he's looked at that and also looked at the Hibs. You know, they play Hibs in, in, in Sunday, I think. So, it's going to be important one that to, for the league game. But, you know, it's, I, I still believe that Celtic can do it. I really do, even though you look at the team sheet there and you think, you know, maybe they can't. But the one thing it will, will, will do as this game is it, it will lie in the balance and, and Ange Postcoggle will look at that and see how the score line's going. And then, then he's got the ability to fling on the likes of McGregor, you know, um, Abada, Jota, Hatati, you know, just to name a few. So I think you'll see how the game's planning out because it could go 1-0 up, you know, you don't know and then he can fling on the likes of their players. Well, you know who that is. We haven't heard you for ages on, on the station. You've been so busy yeah. uh, doing a bit of coaching as well as playing and Kelly up there uh, chasing the title and the championship. I want to ask you about life under Derek McInnes but briefly... At the start of the show, what would you say? Yeah, really, really impressed, you know, by him and his coaching staff since they've come in. They've, you know, they've created that demands and albeit we've had a little indifferent results, but I feel as if our performances have been good on the main. Uh, we got a really, really good result there against Rafe Rovers at home, winning 3-0. But we have to back it up now and get, you know, a consistent run of form of wins. Um, and I think if we do that, then we've got a really good chance. A real title race on now, isn't it? Simon was spoken about our broth, but you sense with Derek McInnes, there's huge respect for him. And he will be desperate you know really determined to bring his experience there at Rugby Park and you're beginning to see his influence yeah and I think at the beginning when, when Derek came in I, I think I said on this show you know that Kilmarnock would be there or thereabouts he's not he's not went to Kilmarnock for anything other than mm. promotion uh, but our both are doing really well there and it's really tight at the top of that table and that will go right down to the wire excited for tonight so uh, Chris has already said he <coughs> thinks Celtic can go through tonight Obviously, they can't. Do you think they will? I think it'll be tough for them. I think uh, they'll have to be at their best. Uh, he's put real faith in his, his squad tonight, you know, shuffling the pack, as we said. But that team were more than decent at Celtic Park. Mm. Uh, they played really well. Uh, ruthless up front. But again, the, the other side of the coin is Celtic have showed they haven't always got the result away from home in Europe, but they've showed that they can go and score goals. You know, Betis, they were they could have been three 0 up. They had a chance mm. at two 0 Leverkusen, you know, late on, uh, Germany goals to turn it round. They showed that they can go to these places and score. I think they'll score tonight. It will all be down to defending and keeping the back door shut. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think actually Ange Postacoglu and Callum McGregor spoke about it after the game. They just lacked that clinical edge. Mm. They were quite happy with their performance. They yeah. had chances to to be in front in the game. They weren't. And I think you're right, they will have to be at their best. And I'm sure, I think Callum McGregor said that also, they'll have to be at their best to get to get the result and go through. But there's one thing for sure, and you're right, Simon, Celtic can score goals. It's just whether they can keep a clean sheet. Here's Sean on the line of Celtic fan. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Fine, I think we took, Hi, you, Sean. took you by surprise there. Or is it the Celtic lineup? What do you make of it? <laughs> <laughs> I 
speechless in one one aspect, uh-huh. but I'm thinking that it is the right call. Sunday's always going to be the priority. I said <coughs> it on Thursday night. I said we, we, we were diabolical, and to get to get back into the game at 2-1, we would have flattered us to take it to 2-1, because I thought we were absolutely shambolic in that game. And the third goal killed us for me. Third, that third goal could have went anywhere. It could have went out for a throw-in, a corner. It could have went up the other end of the park, and it went in the net. All right, we bit of debate here, yeah. Simon. You don't think they were shambolic, nor does uh, Chris. No, I, I, I don't. I don't think they were shambolic. Uh, I wouldn't use that word, but I didn't think they were as good as other games I've seen them in Europe this year. Sean, and what, what I can I mean by that is just as Chris alluded to there, the final third they didn't look as threatening as they have in other games. You yeah. just have nights like that sometimes. Yeah, of course things you think do. Come the, on. Two, the, the two wide men. It's the quietest games I've seen them have for Celtic. Sean, come back in. It's, it's actually bizarre because we conceded three goals and I would say that defensively we weren't actually... That was probably the least bit that was I could criticise. I thought the midfield was totally invisible and up and the wingers just offered nothing. So I would agree on that point. Yeah, they, I, they, I they, thought the midfield, the midfield was totally, totally wrong. They certainly had a, an off night. Beaton should have started. And you see at the weekend with Beaton, come on, even how much he made a difference. And that was against Dundee. Right. Yeah, no, I, listen, I think there's one thing with Celtic in, in every formation, every style of play with Ange Postecoglou, so let's talk about his has a weakness. And I think you're right, Sean, I think there is a weakness sometimes in the central area of the pitch because I just think sometimes that Celtic, the way they play, they look to attack the sides and you normally you get a midfielder running out to a badder side um, or you're running out to Jota's side and it just creates, you know a little bit unsure that there's less numbers in the middle of the pitch and I think you've seen that evident in one in the first goal especially mm-hmm. uh, where the ball just got played central into the pitch and nobody was there mm-hmm. um, and that's the problem that Sean's talking about you know if there's a beat on there you know we can't just always rely on Callum McGregor being there I just feel as if sometimes he can try to do too many jobs yeah. he's trying to cover and do three different jobs at the one time as much as I, I rate O'Reilly and Tom Rodgick the two of them are too similar they're exactly the same players and it's not going to work in Europe because you're just going to get overrun So what that was a team that's not kicked a ball in God knows how long and they were, they were so much more organised in every aspect of the park Chris? Yeah, no. so do you fancy your chances more tonight then because Beton's playing or are you still unhappy that O'Reilly and Rodgick are playing probably in front of them? It's all cliche when you play in Europe especially <coughs> away from home the first goal is key but we've scored the first goal and the last X amount of games we scored the first goal in Betis we scored the first goal in Leverkusen and we still come away with nothing so I do think it is a, it's, it's a dead rubber for me I'll, I'll watch it but it's a dead rubber for me Sunday's a priority yeah are you kind of wishing that obviously you want Celtic to win but you wouldn't mind if it was 1-0 or something and you know you yeah could, no yeah. I, 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 would, I would take a, a narrow defeat tonight or or something as long as we don't get totally humiliated because that's <laughs> that would end up kind of spiralling in the, the coming fixtures but and Sean, what, what if you do win tonight though? If you win and Rangers go out and listen, we hope that Celtic win and go through. We hope that Rangers win and go through. But how would you feel? I, I, I would say as a Celtic fan, Rangers are home and hosed. Rangers will be through tonight. Do you think, Rangers yeah, 4 two. Within the first 10 minutes and it'll be done for me, yep. You think Rangers will have to go for them? Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Rangers will go from the first whistle regardless. I think the guys agree, Chris. Yeah. Are Rangers yeah, going to go for it? Rangers are definitely through. 
I, I wouldn't say Rangers are definitely through just because of the Sean says they are I know he does but I, listen we're here to debate and that's why that's why we love talking football because there's different right. opinions but yeah, I just think Dortmund are a strong strong team I think you caught them at the, probably the worst and, and Rangers were very clinical um, they scored two set plays also um, that might not happen to, uh, tonight <clears throat> You need to remember Dortmund are only six points off Bayern Munich in the league. Yep. And Bayern Munich are probably one of the favourites to win the Champions mm. League. So I think they'll play better. I think they've got nothing to lose. Mm. And I, I, I disagree with Sean. I think Rangers will sit back and look to play the counter-attack just because of the likes of, you know, Kent, Morelos and probably Arfield, Aribo. And then you've got, you know, Tavernier attacking the sides and if, if it's Barisic as well. But I just think Rangers will maybe try and hold on to it. Football, you never know, do you? What's going to happen, Simon? We're just watching here. Some of the Celtic fans are there in Bodo. Look at the weather. My goodness, it looks like uh, Blantyre or Bodwell today. Or Balornock. Eaglesham. The snow is there. But there's, uh, yep, Celtic are there for the game. It kicks off at quarter to six. Your prediction tonight. So you think maybe a narrow defeat tonight, Sean? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm hoping for a narrow defeat. Um, I think it could be a, a fairly comfortable night for Bodo depending on their report approach to, because this will be their kind of first game yeah. back with their fans will mm-hmm. they go will they go for it or will they just kind of save their energy for their league campaign mm-hmm. but I would say maybe 2-3-1 to Bodo I would say yeah just before you go I want to ask the guys what did you feel about uh, the manager saying no let's not let's not go and see the pitch last night they didn't yeah. go and uh, Chris you know all about the synthetic you know, surface now. Were you, well, you'd be surprised that they didn't go on it last night. Yeah, there's a lot of arguments to that, whether it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, what Ange Postecoglou does, he downplays it, doesn't he? Uh-huh. You know, he yeah. did say they've played twice already in Astro Tough Pitch, so it's not going to make a difference. And once they get there, mm-hmm. that'll be it, it'll be fine and they'll, they'll deal with it. Um, I, I'm unsure. <laughs> we'll probably find out after as well. Mm-hmm. But I can only remember one time when actually got the chance to play in the Wembley playoff final mm-hmm. and there was talk about going to go and see the pitch because of people that haven't played on it or seen it just to get the whole stature of it before the game and we opted not to do it uh-huh. and then when I went it was just so surreal to me you know just because of the sheer stature of the stadium you know it was like an arena um, unbelievable and maybe that was that 1% if I actually went before it would have affected my performance because I was terrible that day in the playoff <laughs> final <laughs> so that's what, that's the only reason why I'm saying that I would have liked to have trained I played on it but I think Andrew's right he's obviously got in the mentality side of the players head and says it doesn't matter you're far too honest Chris Burke saying that I'm, it's true it's, it's true. though yeah. <laughs> Simon what about you what about last night what do you think I mean he does think, it his way doesn't he yeah he does do it his way and I think the players just take lead from him uh, and he's got it right more often than not this season as well I'm looking at the pictures of the pitch there it certainly looks a lot better than it did when I seen it earlier today that mm. all the snow's been cleared off it I don't know there's pros and cons for it just the environment the where you're going to play but I, I yeah. don't know if it affects the players yeah. a hell of a lot yeah Sean, listen, enjoy it tonight. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks very much for calling. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go. Double header tonight. Bodo Glimt against Celtic up there near the Arctic Circle. A bit like Glasgow in the West has been today. 
Celtic 3-1 down from last Thursday can they go through tonight well the game's going to kick off in 20 minutes time we'll keep you right up to date we've got Simon Donnelly former Celtic striker with us we've got Kilmarnock star Chris Burke former Rangers and Scotland well they're both former Scotland stars they're with us here in the Go Radio studio and uh, yeah Celtic big changes tonight he's changed it for this game maybe with an eye until the weekend although I can just hear him saying Chris he'd be saying no I've just picked I think what's the yeah. best team for tonight here's the Celtic team Hart Ralston Welsh Starfelt and Scales Beaton as the captain O'Reilly and Rogic Maeda and Forrest Forrest will be down the right Maeda down the left and Gikamakis on the bench the two keepers Bain and Oluwimi Julian Taylor Abada, McCarthy, Jota, Carter Vickers, Hatati, McGregor and Juranovic. Before heading out, and they left just yesterday, they trained first of all at Lennox Town. This, he said, was his game plan. Yeah, the, the, the perfect game plan only exists in a mythical land well beyond my comprehension. We'll play our football. We played our football the other night. Yeah, you're right. They were more clinical than us, absolutely. And but we've been pretty clinical this year in terms of scoring goals. So you know, as I said after the game, we we weren't as efficient or as clinical in our front third with the chances we had. They were obviously. If, if that changes, you know, we're in a better in better shape. We don't need to be more solid defensively. Um, if they had 20 chances and Jay made 15 saves and they hit the crossbar, I'd be saying we've got some issues defensively. And that's like I said, that's what we keep focusing on. That's what I focus on anyway. You know, I look at the performance. I look at the way we play and. But like we said they were a lot more clinical with their you know fewer attempts on goal than we were obviously we need to improve that it's not something that's been ongoing so it's not a, an issue that was his take on it before he headed out uh, Simon we talked about the plastic pitch well it won't matter soon will it it's about what they do tonight and you reckon it is going to be close I, a lot of people are coming on the socials at Go Football Show saying yeah obviously the title the £40 million league is more important than the conference league yeah I can see where they're coming from. It's a big season uh, domestically for, for Rangers and Celtic to try and win this title, but I've listened to the way Angie's approached games from the minute he walked in the front door and they'll be bold, they'll be aggressive, they'll be attacking. Again, tonight, it doesn't matter how they set up. He's obviously got confidence in his squad to make as many changes as he has. Uh, and, and like I said, I don't think there, there was a lot between the teams last week. This... Bodo team were, were ruthless uh, Celtic maybe a wee bit fortunate to get back to 2-1 and then we're just watching the, the, the third goal on the screen there that Sean reckons has killed the tie off the, the first caller but I, I, I don't know I don't know maybe I'm being the, the ever the optimist but I, I see Celtic scoring goals tonight I think it'll be about what they do defensively For Rangers uh, the manager before getting ready for the game today was asked can Rangers progress 4-2 up from last week Well I can believe we can we can pass this round which is the most important thing as you said we had a great performance last week we're all happy with uh, the game we played we also know it's only halfway so tomorrow we're going to face again a very good team a very strong team in Europe we have to be ready to uh, to overcome them in a good position to uh, to play the second game but I think our focus tomorrow will be to play as strong as possible and, and try to win the game I think that's that's our intention for tomorrow Chris what are you thinking with Rangers it's been uh, it's been a struggle compared to what they were that you know this time last year after the the winter break and, you know, tonight, this could be... Last week was one of the biggest results in Europe, wasn't it? You know, away from home against Dortmund. I wonder how the Rangers fans will reflect on it tonight if they win and go through, yeah. but don't get back on the rails getting picking up full points in the league. 
Yeah, no, and I, I heard um, Giovanni Van Bronco saying he was quite pleased with the the performance against Dundee United. I think they were just unfortunate not to to, to get the victory, as they mm. said. Um, yeah, listen, I do think the league's still the most important. You know, that's that forty plus fifty million mm-hmm. pound at stake. You know, um, after uh, if you get to straight into qualifying for the Champions League. So, yeah, obviously they, they dropping the points against Dundee United and then Celtic, you know, winning late on, it doesn't help. But in, this, in the same turn, I think Rangers really come alive in the European nights and it can spur you on and give you belief, especially when you, you play top, top teams. So I think the, f- the first focus is against Dortmund tonight and, and progressing into the next round for me. Um, and not really thinking too much about the league game at the weekend. I just see on Sky there one of your old teammates, Mikel Arteta, of course, the Arsenal manager. A new contract coming his way, an extra three years. It's only eight million a year. Is that all? Eight million a year. Well, look, you know, I think Will's the Arsenal. Yeah. I think Will's the Arsenal is a, t- a, a tight one. I think if Will's win, they go above Arsenal. But I think obviously if Arsenal win, they go into the top four. So it's really, really tight. And what a job, you know, Bruno Large is doing at Will's. Um, but I think Arteta deserves that contract. I think, you know, especially the amount of young talent that he's got and the big personalities he's dealt with just shows you how good a manager is. And li- listen, he's learned from probably one of the best. He has indeed. I slightly went off piece there, but he was put Guardiola's guy. But when you see the amount of money that he's on, good on Arteta. It's 160 grand a week, Simon. You'd know more about that than the rest of us here. <laughs> <Good man. laughs> hey, Paul. Uh, yeah. I, listen. He's got them moving in the right direction, hasn't he? I think he's had a, a couple of difficult spells in his tenure at Arsenal, but he seems to be moving them up the table now. Uh, so, yeah, the big bucks are on the table for him. Here's a wee bit more from GVB, of course, uh, who played against Dortmund. I know there was a lot med- mentioned today in, in the papers because we go back over you know, the old games and the penalty miss or whatever. But here he is looking at Dortmund for tonight. I think was true. We play really well at home. We had a difficult game uh, away in, in Dortmund against, again, also a top side at the moment. I think we conceded uh, the second goal late into the game, just before the game ended, and um, lost with penalties. Again, you know, it was a good performance for us. Uh, now we did it the other way around. You know, we won uh, with two goal difference uh, away. So um, we know we can be uh, very strong uh, at home, but, um, you know, once we have the same intentions, the same mentality uh, and determination we had last week, you know, we can have a good performance as well and a great result tomorrow. Simon, you know him well. You came up against him, GVB. That was him thinking back to 99. But he's got so much experience, hasn't he? Um, this is a, a big game for him tonight for his European reputation, which as a player is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, mm. How do you feel for Rangers this evening? What would you, what would you reckon? I think they'll go through Mm-hmm. I think they'll go through. Uh, I think they might have a more difficult evening than they did last week. Mm-hmm. In terms, of, I, I think Dortmund won't be as passive. I think they'll be a wee bit more aggressive. They won six 0 at the weekend. They've obviously got to go out and try and turn this tie around. So I think it will be a testing night for Rangers. But I think they've done enough. I think mm-hmm. they've got the, the two goal lead. I think like Celtic, I would expect Rangers to score tonight. You know, which means Dortmund need to get four. So it's it's because uh... they get slaughtered for that performance at home, didn't they, Chris? They really did. Simon, you know, you, yeah. you said it right there. They were very passive mm-hmm. against Rangers. Yeah. I was shocked how the lack of aggression they had, especially yeah. on the side of the pitch. They were just allowing Kent to take a run at, at the defence. The, the game it was that, incredible, especially mm-hmm. the parts of the game that we've seen in here in the mm-hmm. studio, Paul. 
they were very comfortable Rangers there was no mm. siege on their goal I think there was one header the guy said that did well from a set play out with that very comfortable breaking forward mm-hmm. they were ruthless they were, they were similar to Bodo at any chance they were taking and they've gave themselves a great chance to go through you know the, the backing of the, the home support tonight at Ibrox will be it'll be another European experience and I think I think Rangers will go through We'll bring you the team of course in the next hour they kick off at 8 um, here was his injury update when we spoke with him yesterday uh, Aaron won't be um, in the squad tomorrow and apart from him and um, and Yanis we have everyone available for the match tomorrow everyone available I mean a lot was said yesterday about uh, Aaron Ramsey Chris I mean everyone's disappointed you know any neutral yeah. and any Rangers fan you want to see him uh, a, a top class player but he, there's a danger now he's going to miss this business end of the season for Rangers. Yeah, and that's probably why he's been brought in, you know, to, mm. he, to do the business at the, the business end. I actually played with Aaron Ramsey. Um, he went in loan uh, to Cardiff for a short spell when I was at Cardiff just to get some game time because I think he had a leg break or something at Arsenal. Um, and a top, top talent he was even at the, a young age. So uh, I've, I've seen it firsthand what he's like you know he can do everything as a midfielder but it's just try to find consistency in probably training every day mm. and playing you know every week he's not really found that yet um, in the last you know probably two seasons or, or three seasons so it's been difficult for him and not a, probably the start that he wants and I feel mm. mostly for Aaron Ramsey because he doesn't want this his Rangers career to be like this you know you know what it's like when you first sign for a for a club and you end up injured and you feel as if you're cheating the club don't you yeah. um, especially when you're just in the door trying to make your mark yeah, yeah. so it's, it's going to be difficult but in the same turn I think Rangers are really strong in the midfield area and I'm, I'm really really glad to see that you know Lundstrom's doing really well mm-hmm. I think him the inclusion of him in, in recent weeks has been a great great influence in the team and, and made them perform really well he has done well alongside and Ryan Jack, Jack. Yep. Yep. well here is Sean on the line Rangers fan hi Sean alright guys how you doing good how are you how are you feeling for tonight uh, the nerves are kicking in a wee bit uh-huh. still I'm still a wee bit nervous because I know Dortmund if Dortmund's on their day they've got a chance but I want as long as Rangers score first I don't want Dortmund scoring uh, before half time because if they yeah. score before half time it can happen but yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm pretty confident tonight and uh, what I say to James there mm-hmm. I want the two teams to do well for the coefficient so fingers crossed and um, Rangers can go to the next round and Derek can go to the next round as well because mm-hmm. it's good for Scottish football That's a good point Simon isn't it keep them toe to toe you know they play in Europe it would also if one of them falls out then they're going to play in Saturdays again mm-hmm. and you've got that <clears throat> advantage and you know if it's Rangers going through until they go out or vice versa yeah. you know you don't play until the Sunday you've got a chance to get a three points ahead Yeah and after the results last week you probably have found a few Celtic supporters saying oh well mm-hmm. you know that might be good for us but I'm not in that boat I, I think you want to go out and win every game I go back to the first caller been happy with a narrow defeat for Celtic mm-hmm. tonight. It's it's Celtic that you want them to to win. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, the momentum and the confidence that that breeds as well. The more I think I said last week that Rangers would take huge confidence if they got a positive uh, result in this tie mm-hmm. going through against Dortmund. They would take that into their domestic mm-hmm. form. Now people will say, all right, they slipped up at the weekend, but again, these things can happen. I think they had all the attack, especially yeah, in the second half just didn't put the ball in the net. So, I'm not one of these ones that advocates, you know, I will take a narrow loss and we'll move on. I think both want to go out and win and go as far as they can. 
especially when you play for Celtic Rangers and you've got to remember these are elite players eh? so elite players can perform at you know elite standard twice a week no problem whatsoever and as a player you want to play football you want two games a week two games a week against tough, tough opposition you want to be playing in Europe as long as you can um, against the best players and arguably in the world so you know, I think these sort of players can cope with that mentality-wise. Are playing two games a week, you know, making sure they get the right recovery, and their bodies are obviously in good condition. Also, that's why they're, they're still playing at the top level. Mm-hmm. Must be great to be called an elite player. I mean, it must be Sean when you think about it. Yeah. The, the players often we complain them about it, but you know, look at the stadium. Look at what Bellingham said. My goodness, what what a gaff you've got there. Right. What about your striker who's back on form and he wants to chase? Uh, Henrik Larsson Simon's old teammate he wants to get the 40 goals he's at 31 what do you want to say about your striker? Oh, I hope he does beat Larsson but see one thing about Larsson Larsson was a player when he played for Celtic and he was coming up against Rangers he was a nervous guy because Larsson like Paul one of the best strikers I want to play in Scotland especially for <coughs> Celtic I think the guy was awesome see you get Larsson now you probably need to get into the 100 million bucks I know when he's 50, but you'd say <laughs> <laughs> steady. Oh, Simon, is he going to be playing in this new, this super, and there's going to be Rangers in there, Celtic, Liverpool, Man United. I saw something saying he could play for Man United, but surely Henrik Larson would play for Celtic. Yeah, you couldn't see anything else than yeah. the green and white hoops mm-hmm. for, uh, for Henrik. Or he could play for Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a good choice Well, he won the Champions League for yeah, Barca, didn't he? Remember, he came does. on as a sub against Arsenal. Arsenal were ahead and he, he laid on the two goals. And remember when he left Barcelona, they, yeah. they had him shoulder high and he got some... So, But what about Morelos then? Yeah. What a difference he's made. Well... I must say, whatever he done in Colombia, mm-hmm. he needs to keep, <laughs> keep doing that. And when uh, he comes back to Glasgow, like he's done, because his form's been terrain, uh, unbelievable since he's came back from he there. He's been playing football would, as well. <laughs> exactly. You'd like to think what. So I don't know what he was doing there, but maybe it's some downtime, mm-hmm. maybe it's working harder on the gym, maybe it's just extra training, with double sessions, whatever it is. We have to find out what he did, or Rangers will have to mm-hmm. find out what he did to make sure that he, he still performs mm-hmm. like that. And. Van Bronckhorst said it, you know, he's one of the best he's seen in the 18-yard box and that's what he's been doing now in the 18-yard box more rather than coming short. And he's just, when he plays, um, Rangers are certainly a better team. And when he smiles as well, he didn't smile as much at the weekend. And I know you'd say, well, the Rangers uh, result, but he'd 70-odd percent of the possession. Mm. But, I'd be, you know, if I was his bot, you'd be saying, hey, go out there and smile and enjoy it. I heard the young Man United player who scored last night and Ralph Ranjik said about him, his attitude yeah. was brilliant. And he said, I wish some others in yeah. his side had it. I thought that was great. Mm. Smile, enjoy it. Look at, you know, Hatati smells a lot. Sakala at Rangers. Yeah. Sean, what's your predictions tonight then? For both yeah, games? I'll go the lucky 2 1 because for some reason I like 2 1. So uh-huh. I'll say the 2 1. But as long as Rangers go through, I'll be happy. Oh, if it needs to go to the extra time, but if it goes to extra time, or especially penalties, penalties, them, they can win. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's just a cost of the coin, basically. But I'm hoping Rangers mm-hmm. win. Hopefully, it's a good night. Obviously, it's got to be a cold night in Glasgow, so people need to wrap up because. That's where there's nuts. Yeah, thank you. Is that Sean Batty that's on the line? Or is it Sean? <laughs> uh, Sean, thanks a million for calling. Good to hear you. Cheers. Right. Cheers, Sean. Cheers. Calling in there. 0808 17 17 700. We're rapidly heading towards 545. It's 5.49 just now. I'm mentioning that because the Celtic game kicks off in just uh, 
five, six minutes yeah. from now. Obviously, with what's going on in Ukraine today and uh, everyone thinking about people there, um, the German football club Schalke, who are now in the second tier, but they've removed the Russian sponsor Gazprom from their shirts in the wake of the invasion today. They, they were the cup winners, cup winners in '97. They've taken it off the jersey. So I think well done to Schalke, isn't it? We just hope... Um, Hopefully this doesn't lead to anything worse. Of course not. Now. Hopefully yeah. something can happen. Yeah, I mean, just hoping that the true yeah. leaders actually come to the forefront now. Indeed, um, that's yeah, what of course. And we're here to talk football, but uh, it's just hugely important what's going on. And Joe well, it takes your mind uh, off the it, team. Doesn't it? Yeah, of Which course, and, and we need to as well. Yeah. You feel for the people there, but we'll keep you right up to date on the hour, every hour. I've been listening uh, all day to Joe and then Nancy on the news, and you heard from I heard a woman uh, from Russia who lives in Glasgow talking about it on the news there as well. Uh, it was very moving. So, yep, we hope that the, the world can be a scary place, yep. but football, and it's important in sport to give it, and of course we're due to play them uh, in just under a month's time, 24th of March, but we'll talk about that nearer the time, but because um, there are bigger things at play. Quick break, and then we're back, and then, uh, yeah, we'll keep you right up to date with uh, the Celtic game. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre as Celtic come out. Bodo Glimp in the town of Bodo up there in Norway Celtic take to the field you've heard the lineup already Hart Ralston Welsh Starfelt and Scales Beaton is the captain tonight O'Reilly and Rogic Forrest Maeda and Jikamakis on the bench they've got the goalkeepers Bain and Oluemi Julian is there Taylor Abada McCarthy Jota Carter Vickers, Hatati, McGregor and Juranovic. We're just seeing them line up there. Simon Donnelly, final thoughts. Um, you're looking forward to the game tonight. What, yeah. what, what do you feel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course I'm looking forward to it. I think there'll be goals. I think uh, Celtic, you know, the approach more or less this season has to be to go out and attack, always, whether they're at home or away. Uh, this team showed what they can do at Celtic Park so I think there'll be goals tonight and they've been on a winning run until that game last week a game that nobody expected it to happen scoreline what do you reckon Chris Burke I think Celtic will score first it'll be 1-0 and then I think the, the, he'll fling in the, the, the big guns um, round about the, the 65-70 mark and then it'll lie in the balance I think you know Boda Glimp could maybe catch them in the counter attack well, look well, up front. Sorry. Going for it. Yeah, they've got um, Pellegrino. Yeah. Well, everything's the same. It's the same team, yep. only the goalkeeper changed. Goalkeeper, I think the yeah. goalkeeper was out through suspension or whatever. I'm not sure or injury. So, actually, I think his name's Smith. 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 Yeah, yep. Smith is in. So, yes, yeah, exact same team, same formation, I'd guess. Um, and yeah, I do think that Celtic will be winning one 0 It just then lies in the balance. So I'm going to go two 0 Celtic. Two 0 Celtic. In which case it will go to extra time. Are yes. they going to go through? Well, we yes. can talk. We're, yep, you reckon they are going to go through. Simon, what do you feel as uh, near beaten? Just uh, shakes hands there. Yeah, I th- the salt nest. I think Celtic, as Chris says, I think Celtic need to score first here. Uh, I can see you know, they need two, and then it's obviously keeping this team out. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Two 0 I'll go as well. He's on the bench, the club skipper. Yeah, um, listen, we know the, the size of the task. We have to go and, and turn it around and, and obviously win by three goals. So we understand that'll be a difficult task. But, you know, I think that this group's shown um, 
throughout the season already that you know we relish the big tasks and, and that's all we can do is go there, give everything, um, try to put in a perfect performance and try and turn that around. So, you know, everybody's fully focused on that. Callum McGregor, what a season he's had and is it a tribute to him that he's on the bench just now? Because the title is the biggest thing, surely, yeah. for Celtic. Well, he's been such an influential figure on and off the pitch and even the way he speaks and the way he handles mm. himself. He's he's a true, true leader. Um, you're hoping it won't get, be missed, t- missed tonight. And is going to have to play that similar role to McGregor tonight. So I think he's going to be hugely, hugely important, Beaton. And then you're going to look to the likes of Mieda and Giacomakis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when they two play together, I think it increases the chances of Celtic scoring goals. So <coughs> I think either one or two, one of the two of them will, will score first tonight. Simon Giacomakis, hat-trick at the weekend. That's got to affect you and you boost his confidence. Must do. It must do. And, and a perfect hat-trick for him. Right foot, left foot, header. But really beginning to show now for Celtic what he's all about you know in terms of getting on the end of things inside the box and finishing uh, but the hat-trick must give him huge confidence for tonight did you give us your scoreline? did I ask uh, you? I went 2-0 I went, went 2-0 extra well. time the same you as me you both going yeah, extra yeah, yeah. time I think it might yeah. actually go all the way mm-hmm. if I'm honest um, yeah. and as you just see there Celtic already in the front foot high pressure high, high intensity and they've got a throw in in the final third uh, but if there was one thing in the, the first game I thought you know Oda Glimp's passing was better than Celtic's pressing mm-hmm. um, and that's going to have to change tonight you know Celtic's pressing is going to be have to be better than Oda Glimp's passing especially out from the back which they were tremendous at doing um, at Parkhead Rob McLean and John Hartson on BT Sport I wondered where they were they were in the studio here the other <laughs> night um, what about this surface then what mm-hmm. could you tell us it's obviously you take because yeah. I'm an Astrotuff expert uh, is that only, why? only in recent seasons obviously um, yes well, well the one thing I think it will be it looks like a really really good surface it looks uh, relatively new unless they've re- relayed it but I think it'll be <coughs> slippy so for defenders have to be really really concentrated um, because you have to stay on your feet so if you can manipulate the ball as an attacking player um, twist and turn I think you know defenders can find uh, losing their footing on an AstroTurf just because of the surface you can't dig your uh, your studs into the, the mm-hmm. surface and you, you're always lying in the top of the surface of your football boot so you might see a few a few slips. Hopefully, it can be a mistake for Mulder rather than Celtic. Leicester, they'll be going through their one-up already in Randers. Uh, Simon, it's a corner already for Bodo Glimt into the box. Yeah, and it's going straight one. out. Was yeah, dangerous. Yeah, whipped dangerous. in. Whipped yeah. right across the face of the goal. Nobody got on the end of it just after a little bit of pressure there beforehand. Yeah, that's, that's been highlighted. One. You can tell that's been highlighted. <clears> as soon as they get a set play, it's right on top of Joe Hart. And I'll tell you what, what a delivery it is. It's whipped in with the left foot and it actually nearly goes straight in. Scores from and it, the yeah. guy at the back post, if he was just two steps forward a little bit more, he's putting that in and Celtic are down 1-0. But as you see now, Celtic looking to pass out for them back and play their style of football. So Ange Postacoglu has not changed his game plan whatsoever. <laughs> and I said that, you know, as they're passing better than, than um, they're pressing. So And Celtic have, have done that so far. So we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But... Boda Glimp had a really good chance here from a set play. Celtic be looking to get an early goal and that could change the <clears throat> complexion of the game, Simon Donnelly. Yeah, well, I think that's what happened in the, the first game. Bodo got the goal and for a while it took the wind out Celtic's sails, I thought, you know, because the expectancy was there. Celtic were on a good run and the goal kind of quietened everything down. Uh, so, yeah, goals change games. It's important not to, to let Bodo get a goal ahead here, you know, uh, 
and get their tails up but they're under a little bit of pressure trying to play out for the back here again they've managed to get it out to O'Reilly on the left hand side here in a break this looks as if it's going to be end-to-end football because the two teams are pressing so high there's about four or five or even six at a time that you know in the final third of each other's half um, and it's just whoever makes a mistake or if you beat that press with the one pass as Celtic did there and before you know it you're attacking their box but Celtic in control of it now in the midfield so I think it's going to be I don't think it will be a a nil-nil this game Simon if I'm honest no no uh, and I think Ange spoke about that you know before the first game that this team approach matches in a similar uh, vein to Celtic you know and we've seen that with the three goals in the, in, in the first game so yeah I would be surprised if there isn't a few goals in the game it's minus but it doesn't look it looks not a bad night it's at the fine, moment doesn't it look pitch yeah. looks good sure pitch looks good yeah. you know we've heard so much about the doom and gloom but hey we live in northern Europe as well <laughs> not as far up as Norway oh. but uh, as uh, Boda Glimp come forward Chris Burke yeah, yeah they do Boda Glimp come forward they broke the line of the press and they're inside Celtic's box now and the guy cuts in and tries to shoot with his left foot but it's blocked there and now Celtic recover the ball in their own half but you're right people are acting as if you know <laughs> we live no. in a hot country <laughs> um, it's snowing today and there's hailstones yep. you know maybe thunderstorms and lightning later so we're used to this um, and I think the Celtic players will be used to it also so that, that makes no difference that's Newton Mearns for you <laughs> <laughs> Chris Burke and the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre there's Ange Postacoglu we can see him there on the telly he's got the hood up and uh, yep you never know what's going to happen with the uh, Celtic side these days Simon do you you never I said, know. I, I said at the start of the season you know the way he approaches it the way he sets his team out the personnel it's always going to be exciting it might not always go your own way but it's going to be exciting uh, and it's proved to be the case uh, although they've, they've went on a great run up until the, the Bodo game I know they found it difficult at the weekend against a well-organised Dundee team uh, but again managed to go over the line in a different test mm-hmm. and th- th- this tonight is, a, is another test this team are very energetic as well uh, we suggested last week that they wouldn't be up to speed you know after their pre-season but that was far from the case yeah I think I think there's one thing with Celtic as a common theme I think they mm-hmm. start really well and they try and get a, a, a first goal like they did against Rangers and then they hit a little bit of a lull round about the 55-65 mark um, and then they need the substitutes to come on and give it life again but they, they, they're a team that never give up as Ange obviously you always hear him say in his, his press conferences and they're a team that score late on you know they've scored late goals of um, in the season you know against Dundee United sure. I mean Abada scores they win 1-0 you know the, the last week there you know Dundee they beat yep. 3-2 Giacomacca scores Ross and County Ross, Ross County with Ralston so they're still playing that's, 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 <laughs> nine, that's nine you know that's nine points from, from late goals yep. and going to the death and I think that's one thing that you'll see tonight um, Joe Hart there the clearance that almost cost them doesn't it it's just one of those clearances that went straight to a Bodo Glimp player it's, it's the way Ange wants, yep. to, wants to play from the back sometimes mm. it's Hearts and the mouth stuff that was there but I think it was Ralston that recovered quite mm. quickly after Joe Hart uh, giving it away. But yeah, it's one of those ones. That's the way he wants yep. to play, but, you know, myself watching it at times, it, it can be a wee bit nervy. 
Harvey Barnes, the scorer for Leicester, some night last night, wasn't it? Liverpool scoring six it's against big, Leeds. Unbelievable. Uh, amazing. Right back in that title race yep. after mm. it looking as if it was all over and City were going to walk away with it. But I think they're now three points behind with a better goal difference as well. So All to play for. Yeah. They're just replaying that one, Chris. Yeah, that right. could have been really because their player went the, down the in the box. The guy's asking for a foul there. I would uh, need to see that again. He's saying that Ross a penalty or a free kick. You know, um, it could have easily yeah. have been and I'm surprised that European level, as soon as you get touched, you get a foul. Mm. Um, but the referee was having none of it and... Ralph's is that the done. case, sorry, in Europe? Do you yeah, get, do you yeah, feel, I feel yeah. as if, you know... The, Trigger happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if, if you're touched, you know, you, you can go down a little bit more than the, the foreigners. But that, Boda Glimp are breaking away again centrally. It's played wide to the left-hand side. He cuts in, has a shot, the number 11, um, yeah, and Joe Hart that, just yeah. holds it. Um, he's a bit disappointed with himself because mm. he feels as if he could have hit the corner. But Joe Hart reads it well. He comes inside Ralston and he tries to whip it into that top corner. But... Hart receives the ball well. Pellegrino, who scored last week, um, not unlike Celtic, the way they go forward there, Simon. Yeah, just I think, I'm not sure who it was. Was it Rogic? Possibly get caught on the ball and just a quick mm. turnover. Now Celtic are back Don't in possession here. Two teams are losing the ball in their yeah. own half. Yeah. Indeed. Constantly. Maybe it's the conditions, yeah. Rogic. Well, you would like to think yeah. that Bodeglimp are used to it more than than, um, than Celtic, mm. the surface anyway, and, and knowing how to to give that correct way to pass and knowing when to take a touch on the ball. But um, both teams are struggling, but that might be down to, you know, the way the two teams are pressing, their high energy. Are you getting the the grass pitch for next season if you come back into the Premiership? Um, I know you can't answer that. You're I not can't. head groundsman. You're not, <laughs> no, I'm not chief executive <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, well, we, I think maybe you have to give a warning. It'll be difficult for, for Kamal, not just in the, because of the fact that you the, the, the team trains on it so we need a training facility sure. and sorry to Simon here come Bodo Glimt again down the right a chance for them just inside the box and it's a goal for Bodo Glimt they've scored in eight and a half minutes Saul Backen has scored so they're 4-1 up and it yep. looks as though Celtic will be going out of Europe Saul Backen scoring there eight and a half minutes into the game Sam it's, it's a nice goal and it's the lad who impressed me last week Saul Backen the one who can cut in last week I think for the second goal some good play. We picked it up in the similar area. I think there was five bodies forward there for Bodo. Celtic might have been looking for a free kick. I'm not sure who it was on in the middle of the park. But they've got five bodies back. He gets onto his left foot there and places it in at the far post. I think you need to get tighter there. I know he's, he's shifted the ball really, really quickly out of his feet and just had a little snapshot in the corner. But when you're inside the box, I think you need to be a bit tighter um, and, and at least try and block it. Is that Starfield? Um, yeah, I think it's Starfield and someone else, but he's came inside too easy um, and just, just put it in the corner. It is a great finish, I must say, but yeah, it's going to be really, really difficult for Celtic now and it's a horrible, horrible feeling when you know eight minutes, nine minutes gone and you're thinking, is the game, is the game dead? Um, two teams sussing each other out, going for the going for the first goal and Boda Glimp have got it. A lot happening in the world. Let's go to the news and then we'll be back with the rest of the game. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. 
Still Bodo Glimt are leading Celtic by a goal to nil. 14 minutes gone. No, in fact, it's 16 minutes have gone. 4-1 to the Norwegians. It was Ola Solbakken who scored in nine minutes. They started well. Celtic had... Uh, well, they probably had more of the ball, didn't they? Simon Donnelly is here. Chris Burke as well. You can call in 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Rangers coming up next at eight tonight. Rangers against Borussia Dortmund. Simon, what's been happening in the last few minutes during the news? It's been a difficult start for Celtic. Obviously losing the goal. Uh, Joe Hart had a fantastic save from Pellegrino not long after. Uh, but Celtic are finding it difficult to get up the park now. Uh, this team are pressing them high, forcing mistakes, and then look really bright when they're moving forward themselves. They're actually, Bodegum are playing it really well, the press. Mm -hmm. So they're allowing Joe Hart the ball and they're actually showing them back in the pitch. You know, they don't want Celtic to go to the wide areas where they're very, very strong. If you look at it, you know, the, the body shape of the Bodegum, you know, attacking attacking players are shown back in the pitch um, where they think that Celtic is probably the, the weak point for them. You can see here why they've been Norwegian champions two years running. Yeah, of course you can. And Simon said it before, you know, there'll be no mugs. Um, you said Rosenberg were a top, top team, Simon, yeah, before. I think, so I just think, yeah, yeah, as much as you don't know the name and nobody really knew about it, it's probably a little bit arrogance for us. You know, you don't beat Roma 6-1 <laughs> for, for no reason and not be a good team. Um, you know, you're not champions twice in a row you know, and not be a good team. So I think they'll progress if they go through in this competition. They, they, could, they could win it, you never know. Simon, this is a Celtic team who beat Rangers 3-0 just three weeks ago yep. and Rangers beat Borussia Dortmund, as we know, 4-2 last week. So if we're looking at it that way, what's happening with Celtic? I don't know. Sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. I think the first game here, they again, Bulldog. Just yep. a touch on it, Starfelt there. All the way back to Joe Hart, who plays out of play. In fact, it hasn't gone out of play. No, it's still picked, picked, up. picked up by them. Yep. Joe Hart, the ball's been played back because um, it had to be nicked because it was a bad pass back to the defender, the Celtic defender, and uh, Joe Hart received it, but he's kicked the ball, and I think he could have probably have just picked it up, but he was afraid of the pass back, but as you <coughs> see there, it just seems to be this this game, if anybody's watching it, it's two or three passes, and they're trying to That's score right. the next goal, yeah. there's no no com there's no composure between any team, there's nobody putting the foot in the ball, and trying to play, you know, just create 10, 12 passes, and, and suck some, down. it's just basically trying to score a goal, within two or three passes. Celtic missing Callum McGregor? Yeah, possibly. Mm. Beaton there just a wee bit careless with his pass through to Maeda. I think Maeda caught himself offside there as well. But as, mm. as Chris says, it's a very open game. A lot of kind of mistakes in the middle of the park and then breaking. And, and particularly Bodo getting a lot of bodies forward. I think they had five inside Celtic's box for the, for the goal. Leicester still one up against uh, Randers. Some other scores. Lazio are one up against Porto. And Carabag nil, Marseille one. Uh, obviously in European nights, Partizan Belgrade won, Sparta Prague nil. We were talking um, about England as well and, you know, for <laughs> Leicester this year and uh, for the manager and Steven Gerrard as well, uh, he's finding it tough now after a great start at Aston Villa but the two of them are very close to each other points-wise at the wrong end of the league, you know, middle mm -hmm. to the bottom well, it's end. It's a tough, tough league, yeah. isn't it? I think, to go back on it, talking about Liverpool and talking about Man City, they're just a cut above everybody else, aren't mm. they? I think they're probably the two best teams in the world now. Mm. Um, nobody can touch them. The, their <coughs> consistency level is incredible. Mm. And they talk about Aston Villa and Leicester, obviously they've got aspirations of just making Europe. Um, obviously Leicester are in it now and doing well, but I think Aston Villa, for when Steven <coughs> Gerrard came in, was just to steady the ship. Did, ha did, did get the results at the beginning. Now he's finding a little bit of a sticky patch um, maybe because of the style of play, the teams have sussed him out. Um, but 
I think next season will be a big season for Steven Gerrard because they're probably Aston Villa's aspirations are to get into Europe. They are indeed, aren't they? They're a huge club. You huge. know them so well. You played in that city. Mm-hmm. You played with the, the Blues yes. of, of Birmingham. But you know that Villa are the, they're the bigger club. Well, they have been for a, num- yeah. a number of years there. Um, you're saying nobody can touch Man City, apart <clears> from Tottenham <throat> at the weekend. <laughs> and then they lose last night to Burnley. And then has game. a rant. Yeah, what's a rant? He's had. You, you're yeah. trying to get me to, know, to explain the Celtic. Thing. I'm it's, trying to get just, you to defend. It's, it's football. Yeah, no, uh, yeah I but I mean, Man, Man City. I, I thought Kane was excellent at the weekend mm. for Tottenham. I thought he was really back to his best. Oh, he uh, plays well against Man City. Aye, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's what some Spurs fans will say now. Yeah. What? As Celtic now tried to come forward. We'll come back to that in a minute or two. And Celtic a chance. Rogic edge of the box tries mm. to win the corner there, but no. That's, that's, that, that, that's the difference yeah. that was you know Rogic trying to get a shot away <clears> but <throat> the aggression of the the, the Boda Glimp defence didn't even give him a sniff to have a shot or get a cross away probably a little bit in the other side of it for the Boda Glimp goal you know there was no maybe a little bit of yeah, a boy half a step more he was ushering Rogic onto his right foot there as well away from the danger mm-hmm. uh, and not allowing him a shot on goal We'll come back to Simon and we'll put him back in the spot again To It's just that I think we're all kind of rolling <clears> on saying, OK, it's uh, the title seems to be what Celtic really... I mean, the manager's not going to say that afterwards, I don't think. But for Celtic fans, a lot of them coming on the socials as well, saying, look, being no doubt, Celtic want to win this title and that £40 million, pounds, and just to get into the Champions League, although that's another question, for either of them getting into the <clears> Champions League, how would they fare if this is Celtic in the third? And I'm not trying to be too critical of it, mm-hmm. but... At the moment, they're trying to get in there. Right, for Rangers, 4-2. I mean, at 4-1, Chris Burke, you'd have thought, it's not game over, but pretty yeah, yeah, much yeah. so. At 4-2, uh, and yet we said, as Car- Carl Starfelt there just plays the ball out of play, and that's uh, putting Celtic under pressure again. Do you want to take us through this? Yeah, no, I think it was Welsh, maybe, that, that, that try to play the ball yeah. across the back to Starfelt, and it's a little bit too heavy, and goes out for a throw-in, you know, passing the ball about in their own in Celtic's own box. And then it just gives pressure, um, really, um, gives more pressure for for Celtic to try and defend the throw in the, in Celtic's own half, you know, in their own box. But you know, this is the thing with fans. You know, he's going to continually do this until the ninety third, ninety fourth mm-hmm. minute. It doesn't matter. They're going to keep continuing to play the same way. I mean, you have a DNA and you have a philosophy. Sometimes it doesn't work, but at least you know the next game they're going to do the same. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's down to personnel or players not playing with each other consistently. But or maybe it's just that Boda Glam are very good at pressing. But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you can pass out from this pressure and create a, a good chance at goal. But I don't think Ange is going to say, no, let's get up the pitch and we'll get Joe Hart to kick it. There's just going to be a common theme now to the now to the end of the to the end of the match. Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre, Paul Cooney. That was Chris Burke, you heard a second or two ago, <coughs> and Simon Donnelly. What are you thinking, Chris, for your old team Rangers tonight? I was just saying about the, the four yeah. two score line. So the set obviously yeah. the second goal, you know, it gives a little bit of life back to Dortmund. Um, as I said, I think Dort- Rangers caught Dortmund probably the probably the worst performance they've had in a long, long time. And I don't think that's going to happen again. And that generally doesn't happen when you're playing against really, really good players. You know, they don't tend to have that inconsistency level. And they're playing at a stadium that's packed. You know, they'll, they'll thrive off that. But I said it in the beginning, I just really, really hope that the Rangers fans are patient with with the Rangers team tonight because if there is a setback they need to know that they're still winning the tie so for example if they're getting beat 1-0 at home um, tonight then it's going to make sure that they've got that they believe in the system and they believe that that, that, that it doesn't feel like a defeat even though they're getting beat 1-0 they're still going through and still push 
the players on because I've been there. I know what it's like when when um, you have to be cheering if you have to have a block shot. You have to then put a ball out for a corner or a throw in. You know, you don't want the groans. You want them to to cheer the the sort of situations because Borussia Dortmund are a good team and they're going to come at Rangers and they're going to have to. Um, they're going to have to accept that there's going to be some pressure. And the Rangers fans know this. So, you know, they know their football. Barry says that you get 10 to 15 minutes. But in a night like this, this is a Champions League team they're up against yeah. and four to ahead. So, because as a player, do you hear the groans? If, of course if, you yeah. do. Well, yeah. probably I heard them more than Barry Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that, that's just what happens yeah. when you play for a, for a, for a big, big, big club. Um, they expect to, to win every game. It doesn't matter if it's Borussia Dortmund. It doesn't matter if it's no disrespect. Dundee United, you have to win every game. Celtic and Rangers, like tonight, there'll still be groans, there'll still be disappointment, you know, there'll still be anger. Um, because that's the demands that Celtic and Rangers set. They're a huge, huge club. Certainly are. The St Mirren-Dundee game, which didn't happen last night, is now going to be played on March the 9th. So that's the second time they try to play it. Uh, quite a few changes since we even since we saw you last week. Um, we'll come to it in a second or two because Bodo Glimt one up against Celtic. 25 minutes gone. And they're coming forward again down the right. They play the ball in. Looks as though... Is it picked up by Joe Hart? Is it going to be a corner? Corner kick, yeah. Yeah. Chance for Celtic a moment ago, Simon. Yeah, they got the ball into the box. I think it was Rogic almost took it away from, I think, O'Reilly at the the back of him, trying to control it. And we just look at Solbach and the man who scored there in a 1v1 with Maeda inside the box, which isn't the ideal scenario. Maeda, credit to him coming back to work hard, but you're, you're really wanting him to be going the other way and threatening the Bodo goal but there's another corner here to, to be defended yeah, but it's got to be another in-swinger it looks like as if they've, they've highlighted this it was an in-swinger from Pellegrino on the right and obviously uh, from the left and an in-swinger from even though it's a, a terrible corner <laughs> and it's an out for a throw-in um, the, the pundits the curse there um, and so back and obviously kicked yeah. out and he was having a fantastic game up until yeah. that moment he looks as if he's enjoying his football and I'll tell you what he's a hell of a player I think the front three of um Boda Glam really impressed me. Did you hear Davy Proven last night on the programme? He was saying Ange Postacoglu may well be looking at the yeah. Norwegians and picking up some well, guys because they're not on anything like the budget of Celtic or Rangers, are they? Yeah, well, I heard you, um, them saying it's probably the equivalent of maybe Dundee United's yeah. wage bill. Um, other than you know, Celtic can offer more than that. So I'm, I'm sure after this game they'll, they'll maybe analyse a performance after this game because I think it's really important with these. With, with players especially if you're highlighting a player to come to Celtic and Rangers is how do they perform against the other teams you know you can raise your game against top players and play to your best but can you do it you know against a mid-table team or a team battling relegation or can you do it away from home Does Celtic need a bit more height in the team as they build I mean the guy's only been in what seven or eight months the yeah. manager but would you be building a bit of height into the team in the future? Um, I think oh, physical presence is important. I think maybe he's done that tonight with scales and mm -hmm. um, beat on just for the set play situation, albeit they nearly conceded from one. Um, but listen, this Celtic going to attack here, sorry Paul, but it's just mm -hmm. cut out. Mm -hmm. um, Rogic tries to play in Mieda on the left-hand side, but it's a great recovery from the right-back to sliding challenge and Celtic have the ball in the final third now, but the Norwegian team are very, very disciplined. They get a lot of bodies behind the ball so quickly, don't they, Simon? Yeah, Rogic there, I think, has to fizz that one into Maeda's feet. You know, I think he's tried to roll it into the path. It's allowed the defender to, to intercept it. So taking a wee bit more of the, the game, moving further up the, uh, the, the pitch. They're, they're, they're playing a high line also, mm. Boda Club. I think maybe you need some runners in from, from deep. 
you know, maybe a midfield needs mm-hmm. to run and stretch that and then there's little pockets of space for Forrest and, and Maeda. But as you see here, they are very structured yeah. Um, yeah. Um, with the, the, the back the back four and then the midfield. They have probably been into a four four two situation. Kind of looked like a bit like Atletico Madrid if I was if nobody's watching the game. It looks as if mm-hmm. it's a bank four, you know, a midfield four and a solid two, all behind the ball, making it really difficult for Celtic to try and, you know, open up little gaps. Hope you're not watching the game if you're driving there on the way home. We'll keep you right up to date here on the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Bodo Glimt are one up already against Celtic. That goal coming in nine minutes. Saul Backen, the scorer, we're just seeing it again there on BT Sport. Partizan, Belgrade are two up on Sparta Prague. Leicester are still uh, one up in their match against Randers. So they'll be going through. This one, it's not going to go to penalties, is it? We thought it might go to penalties, <laughs> no. Simon. I know it's not impossible, but impossible, 4 1 down. Yeah, in there has to be a real, yep. a real momentum swing in the game. I think Bodo looked very dangerous moving forward. Celtic haven't looked as threatening again. Similar to the first game, uh, as Saul Backen, the the scorer's working mm-hmm. onto his left foot here again, just over the bar with that shot. But yeah, it's it's not looking likely at the moment. It would need to be a, a big turnaround. Rangers fans heading to the game tonight. They'll be looking forward to it big time. I mean, if we said it last time, this time last week, four two up yeah. against uh, the Bundesliga giants, Borussia Dortmund, uh, yeah, a, a phenomenal. Okay, he's not here, Erling Haaland, and you will. I'll be pleased that he's not here but part of you would love to have seen one of the world's great strikers here's GVB speaking about his absence and uh, in fact it's Leon Balligan who's speaking about him. yes and no I think in these competitions you want to compete against the best I think he's one of the best at the moment so from that perspective it's it's a sad thing but if you look at what he means to Dortmund it's obviously surely it's um, a disadvantage to them um, it's going to weaken them up front a little bit, but then again, they've got enough to to compensate. Not at the or not with the same level, probably. But there's mixed feelings. Definitely, I'm not going to complain about that. Though. Would that be fair? Mixed feelings, Chris. Is that how you feel? Yeah, listen, I would have loved to have seen him play no matter what. Because yeah. I just think you know you'd like to play against the best, and knowing that you could have got the result against the best players on the pitch, and the oppositions have, the opposition has. Sorry, so. Yeah, no, I think Rangers, you know, if I was playing and I was playing for Rangers at this moment in time, I'd say yes, yeah. but I would have liked to have watched Erling Haaland. I'm not going to lie. Look at the players they still have, though. Vitzel, Bellingham, got so many nice. in, in their side. Hummels as yeah. well. Although they're saying, obviously, he slowed down a little bit. Is there a, is there a weakness there? Yeah. Oh, here come Bodo Glimp again into the Celtic box, but it's cleared there. Is there a weakness in Hummels? Hummels? I think every player has a weakness, um, but I think he's a very good player. I just think... You know, sometimes pace can't. You can't. You can't um, sometimes defend pace. Yeah. Somebody's faster than you. Somebody's faster than you. Can't do anything about it. It's just try to get your body in front or have good <laughs> positional sense. And I think there's one thing Hummels does have is good positional sense. Certainly does. Simon, what's happening with Celtic? Slip up yeah, there, just but it's Bodo, been cleared. Yep. It's Bodo on the attack again. There, uh, just a cut back into the box. Here. It's cleared, and they've still got the ball here in Celtic's. Back third. As we just see somebody <laughs> watching from the... As it looks Flat. Like, I was going to say veranda. <clears throat> yep. Remember that? Oh, veranda, yeah. <laughs> we are similar, behind yeah. one of the goals looks very similar to Fir Hill. You know, it's, it's almost like flats yeah. behind the uh, goal and yeah. there was a guy there with a, with a pint of beer. So, if he was enjoying himself. So Backen's enjoying himself far too much for my liking. I think he's getting a lot of the ball. I think you need to try and get a little bit tighter to him. Um, it looks as if he's enjoying <clears> his football tonight. Um, and he is a good player and a good talent. As... 
showed a glimpse, have a shot at goal there from distance. Um, 35 yards, Joe, isn't it? It's yeah. a good movement on it. Joe Hart, Joe Hart um, does well and he's actually screaming at his, his yeah, players. He's not here. happy. He's not I don't happy. know if it's not to stop the, the shot. I, I hate yeah. when goalkeepers do that. That's their job. But I think he's actually shouting to actually look for the counter attack when mm. nobody's ran. Because right. um, you know, Ange just likes <clears throat> Joe Hart to hold the ball and fling it or kick it quickly as possible to the Celtic player for the attack. Mm. And I think he was just screaming there to the Celtic player because there was no movement when he caught it. Simon, at what point does the manager go tonto with him and say, you know, beaten 3 1 last week at Celtic? And okay, it's only what, <clears throat> 32 minutes gone, but the 1 0 down against Norwegians that many people said that we didn't know much about them and all that. That's not an excuse, though, is it? No, I think uh, maybe the half-time team talk could be interesting Tasty, in there. I think yeah. uh, he's certainly got s stuff to you know get his teeth into on the bench. Uh, a lot of experience, a lot of players that have been on form this season for Celtic. But they certainly haven't looked anywhere like their mm. threatening best. Even in Europe this year, they haven't looked anything at all. I think Mayedas had a couple of runs and caught himself mm. offside, but they've not had a lot moving forward uh, but yeah, they've got the personnel on the bench there that they could maybe change it about the pace of Abada. The creativity of Jota, albeit those two mm. didn't have their best games last week. Sure. Uh, That's it. Do you do you stick or twist? Because you know they're, they're on the way out of Europe mm. unless soon they change it. Yeah, uh, I, I, would, I would say just on Ange, I would say twist because I don't I don't think he hangs about. No. I think things yeah. are, aren't working. Mm. He changes them, so it'll be interesting to see what he'll do. Twelve or thirteen minutes. From now. We'll find out then. Quick break. Celtic are still a goal down. In fact, we'll just uh, watch this as it comes into the box. Header, but it's well past the post. Still 1 0 to the Norwegians. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat, and more. Let's go, go, go. Celtic really up against it tonight. Uh, many of your messages coming in. It's Bodo Glimt 1, Celtic 0, 4-1 on aggregate. I'm going to tell you, in fact, let's get the latest though. Uh, Simon Donnelly? Yeah, just uh, before the break there, Beton get caught on the ball again and, and Bodo broke on the left-hand side through Pellegrino. He kind of slows down and cuts into his favoured foot, but a fantastic save for Joe Hart. And then I think it was the goal scorer so backing with the, the follow-up which took a little deflection wide of the post so a wee bit fortunate there Celtic to still be sitting at 1-0 down. Chris Burke is yeah. with us as well. Here's uh, Jack has been on from Motherwell saying this Bodo team play football the way Ange wants Celtic to play. Just watching here as Celtic have an effort but it's straight back to their goalkeeper. Mm. Jack saying over the two legs so far they're a much better side. That's Jack McKenna in Motherwell. Is that fair? Well... I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest I didn't watch the full game at home but I, after watching it now um, you know this Boda Clamp can play football um, and also out of possession they're very good as Simon said you know Boda Clamp had a really good chance there with Beaton losing the ball but he lost the ball because of the the fantastic work rate from the forward players coming from behind where Beaton can't then turn and uh, look to play a pass to the side you know they're coming from the, the back of near Beaton they've stole the ball and they broke and he's got a 1v1 Pellegrino and I'm, I'm surprised Simon like you why he did slow down but it's a fantastic save from Joe Hart I must say he's kept him in the game so far with, with two great saves couple of good saves and so back and was unlucky yeah. with the effort um, with the follow up but Celtic now have a free kicks um, roughly about 40 yards out on the, the left hand side um, going to be whipped out outswinger by O'Reilly Matt O'Reilly who has been impressive for Celtic uh, since joining one and a half million pounds 
going to be a free kick. There's a yellow card produced there for one of the Norwegian players. Just watching this one here. It's Bodo, one Celtic nil. 39 and a half minutes gone here. It's left-footed low into the box. A chance! And just over the top, Simon, that could easily have been the equaliser. And it's uh, Carl Starfield. Oh, it's a chance. It's been. a chance. If, if he's onside, let's watch it back here. The times he's run in. Very similar to Harry Kane at the weekend on that opening the foot yep. up, half volley. And unfortunately for Celtic, it's wide and high over the bar. It's a great delivery. It's a great ball you know, in. in between the defence line and the goalkeeper and it's begging just to be put in and you would want a striker there rather than Starfield um, but he's put it and blazed it over the bar. Craig Moore's been on saying yep he agrees there with Jack's comment a moment or two ago he says it's like a five-a-side match end-to-end. -end. <laughs> <laughs> you agree Chris Burke? Well I've not played a five-a-side match alone. I think Simon yeah. will be playing one next week or something in Dubai but um, yeah no I, I agree. It's end-to-end -end football listen there's no, there's no midfield no, no midfield <laughs> whatsoever. It's basically the defence play two or three passes and there's an attack on. As we see here, Celtic in the box again. Ball fizzed across just behind Mieda and Giacomakis. He can't connect with it. And now Mulder look to break away, but they get a foul from Mieda's recovery. And a Celtic goal now, though, Simon. Could make it. You know, There'd still be 45 minutes to go. It would yeah, then be 1-1. One, one. Absolutely. And the last couple of minutes has been the most dangerous Celtic have been in the 40, 40 minutes so far. Uh, the chance for Starfield and then another chance there for mm. Forrest to play it in front of the two advancing players into the box here. We look at the free kick again. A great delivery. Yeah, and he just gets it wrong. With Even if he volley. connects with that sometimes you get too a clean, too much of a clean contact don't you Simon and you've probably done it more times than me but yeah, sometimes you're just better letting it hit your shin and get in um, but he's connected with his foot he's opened his foot too much and it's went right over the bar at Goal Football Show if you want to come on the it's, socials Brian's been on here as we see them with a they're having shots from you know all over the pitch it's gone way past he's saying uh, I reckon <coughs> Celtic could buy that team for around five or six million pounds and they look better than the Celtic team in every position. And he said he thinks Celtic should go for it now. That came in about five minutes ago. And they are going for it now. Um, yep. Yeah, Feeling no, the worst for his team. Listen, yep. the front three of, as I said before, SBR or SBR, I don't know how mm. to spell it, you know, Solbach and, and Pellegrino are fantastic. You know, they'll work right out of possession as well. And I also like the left back. I think the left, left back's a great player. The first, yeah, first leg. Yeah, the yeah, first was goal, really... he was tremendous. Yeah. You know, Passing out, you know, mm. dribbling out of pressure with Celtic's press high up. And before you know it, they've scored the goal, all because he was brave on the ball and, and had so much courage just to dribble past a badder. Chris Burke, what will people think of this watching it? You know, across Europe, what will they say? It's a, a different kind of game. There's no midfield, it's just yeah. end to end. Well, I hope Sean doesn't phone back up anyway. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah. he called that a shambles, and he, yeah. he, he, he might be saying the same thing uh, because yeah. Celtic have definitely not found a flow. Not no. at all. If I was to to say if there was one team to pick that to, to have their flow in this, it would be Boda Glimp. They're playing this game and and Postacoglu said there's no perfect game and I don't even want to repeat what he said after that. But at this moment in time Boda Boda Glimp are playing the perfect game, in my opinion, because they're playing the way they want to play. Well they make changes because Celtic's got a really strong bench if you're just tuning in. Um loads of changes. They've got Jota on the bench, they've got the captain Callum McGregor, Juranovic, uh, and more Simon Donnelly. I guess it might depend on what happens in the next two minutes to go. Bodeglimt one, Celtic nil four one in aggregate. Is it going to make changes? Yeah, I would. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if there is two or three changes. As I said before, I think that's his kind of style. If things aren't happening, uh, 
seem to remember quite recently. I think it might have been the Wraith Rovers game. Mm. He moved in quickly and made substitutions. So I would, I would expect one or two. I think at half time. I think a lot of this has been invited on themselves. Just situations like this with Joe Hart and the high press from Bodo, and then a, a quick overturn, and all of a sudden they're breaking on your goal. So uh, sort of managed to pass it out to you, but then yeah, there are the highlights that, as Chris says, no rhythm to the game, uh, passing the ball out of the park there. So that's what they're doing. If you see that as a prime example, they're showing scales in the pitch and there's no bodies in the pitch because the Celtic midfield, as soon as the defence line gets it for Celtic, their midfielders drift wide to try and create an overload. And Boda Glimp are playing it really, really well. All right, sometimes it works when scales breaks the line and dribbles out of pressure, but um, Boda Glimp's pressing in the final third has been tremendous. Barry's been on saying uh, Starfield's having a Reggie blinker. He's not... <laughs> I mean... He's struggling, isn't he, Simon? He is, but I don't yeah. think Celtic... He's not I alone. I don't think they've got yeah. any pass marks so far. It's been a difficult 45 for them. They've given away a, a fill here. It's so hard, though. Right How many times you've been there, Simon, as a player when the whole team's just not playing well and you just have to wait to half time to fix it? It's so difficult as a player and you know you're not playing and it's not going to get any better until the half time whistle goes. Yeah. Mm. You know, It's not as if you can even rely on one or two. Everybody's playing... Well, it could be a lot worse because Hart's made two great saves. It could be a yeah. lot worse. Yeah. They're sitting at 1-0. They have to defend this properly looking as if the wind is getting up Conditions. as well there. Yep. Yeah, you can see it there, the wind and it looks as though some sleet as well is going to be a free kick. 30 yards out, far side, whipped into the box and yeah. it's picked up by... Hart, the goalkeeper, 75 caps for England. Joe Hart, great favourite with the Celtic fans. There's uh, only one minute being added on, so it looks as though they'll go in one goal down unless the, this last attempt to play the ball across the back four. And then, uh, Chris? Yeah, no, yeah. listen, I, I'm going to see it. Like, the, next go, next, the next goal is really important, isn't it? <laughs> and you can say that every time, can't you? It's easy to say that, but it truly is. The next goal is important. And I do think they'll make changes. Um, I think maybe Juranovic might come on mm. um, I think he'll take one of the midfielders off and put either Hitati on um, or maybe even put Callum McGregor on and see what happens from there because I think they're getting overran in the midfield if I'm honest and there's just no flow for Celtic there's no you know that Callum McGregor approach of putting a little bit of calmness and authority of the game um, somebody that commanding presence of just taking a touch on the ball and relaxing as the, the half-time whistle goes. So it'll be interesting to see if there'll be changes. And obviously in the side of the pitch as well, you know, he, he might take, you know, Made off and put Jota or Abad on or likewise Forrest. I think he might keep Forrest on, if I'm honest, just because of the lack mm -hmm. of game time he's had and yeah. this will be more beneficial mm -hmm. to him for the long run. Look pretty dejected as they go up the tunnel there. Celtic, a goal down. Ralston, is he speaking to the referee yeah. there? Listen, there, it could have been a foul. Yeah. I think it mm -hmm. could have been a foul. I don't know by a life of me why they've not BT haven't showed that showed again. Back for the goal. They've not yep. showed yeah. that at all once, and we'd like to see that, and hopefully we'll see that at half time in the, in the report, because it looked to me as if it was a foul. And yeah. the, the, you seen the, you know what it's like as a midfielder playing in essentially the pitch. You know when you're fouled. Yeah. He's put his hands in the air, has, and everybody theme, stopped. Yeah, it's been a theme of that forty-five though. Uh, Beaton has been caught a, a couple of times. So you say whether that one was a foul or not, but they've been caught on other occasions. When Pellegrino got in, it seems to have been the the theme of the first half. You know, the the, the press not being able to handle the pressure and the, the closing down of Bodo and then them breaking quite quickly. Do you want the Rangers lineup? Here we go. go. Celtic a goal down at half time. So Rangers, McGregor of course in goals. Tavernier the captain. Bassey, Lundstrom, 
Goldson. I'm just giving you as it's uh, given to us here. I know you'll do the how they'll line up. So Lundstrom, Goldson, I said. Jack, number eight. Kent, Aribo, Morellas, Barisic, back in in our field. So I'll give you it again. McGregor, Tavernier, and Bassey, Lundstrom, Goldson, Jack, Kent, and Aribo, and Morellas, Barisic, and Arfield. So Chris, you'll be uh, working out how Rangers same, are going to... Yeah. Same 11 from last week. Tell you in a few moments. I think it is. Yeah, yep. yeah last week it was McGregor, Tavernier, Bassey, Lundstrom and Goldson, Jack, Kent, Aribo, Morellas, Barisic, Arfield. Yeah. Well spotted. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. It makes sense. Uh, it was a fantastic performance last week and it, it changed it a little bit at the weekend. But yeah, they were strong. The experience of, of Jack in there. Lundstrom's hit a bit of form for Rangers. Arfield always... A threat, you know, from midfield, breaking, makes some fabulous runs. And I think we touched on it last week. I think the likes of Aribo and Kent actually enjoy playing in the in the European style that Rangers seem to have been able to take advantage of. You know, they enjoy playing in these games. It's different from the domestic where a lot of bodies behind the ball they might find they've got more space. So yeah, I wouldn't I wasn't surprised that, that that lineup would be the same again. Take a call in a second or two. Um Here's the bench for Rangers. Bobby McCrory in goals. McLaughlin as well. Diallo, Stephen Davis, Glenn Kamara, James Sands, Scott Wright, Ruth, Balligan, Sakala, King and Lowry. And the Dortmund lineup: Koble in goals, of course. Dahoud, Hazard, Roos, Schultz, Hummels, Brandt, Malin, Bellingham, Emre Can and Munier is the uh, lineup for Dortmund. And uh, let's take a call. Uh, Craig is on the line here on uh, Go Radio. Hi, Craig. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, we're okay. How 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 are you? Uh, I'm good. I was just I was thinking about um, the European games tonight, and I was just thinking about uh, the way Scottish football is in general. We we all get quite annoyed at the fact that we're not getting as much sponsorship money as other countries, and we don't get taken as serious as other leagues. But I genuinely think that's down to the type of football that majority of teams in the league play. Now, I understand that most teams in the league have a tiny budget compared to Rangers and Celtic. Mm -hmm. But there are formations that teams can play where they have, for example, the formation that Rangers usually plays a 4-2-3-1. These teams could have their four in defence and their two centre defending midfield or staying back at all times. That doesn't mean that the, the other four players can't be going forward and trying to play some decent, attractive football. Now, I know there are a few teams in the league now that are trying to do that, but the point I've got is I don't think companies like Sky and uh, we, we struggled for a good sponsorship. Now mm -hmm. we've got quite an average one in Century, in my opinion. It's because people don't want to put money into Scottish football because of the style of football teams are playing. No one wants to watch every Rangers and Celtic game with 10 men behind the ball defending for their life. Now, as I say, I know there's a large budget problem there, but if you look at the Premier League, Man City, they've got to have a team that are 100 to 200 million pounds better off than the team at the bottom of the league. But the team at the bottom of the league still try and come and play some football. Now, everybody keeps saying that Rangers are so much better in Europe and everything like that. It's nothing to do with that. It's because in Europe, when players like Kent and Morelos get the ball, they get a little bit of space. They're allowed to play. They're allowed to show their talent. Now, any time I've seen Kent get the ball recently, if he takes the ball by one player, there's about three players on him ready to, ready to take him out. And if he gets by a player or does something decent, okay. he just gets his shot. Yep. So I just think it's the standard of football that's letting us down. 
to actually get these sponsorships. Right, let's ask Simon and Chris, who've both played in England as well. What do you make of of uh, Craig's point? Yeah, I think uh, I think I just touched on it there before Craig came on about the style of play in Europe. I do I do think the likes of Aribo, Kent, the creative mm-hmm. players. When you come up against the better teams, they tend to kind of let you play a wee bit, and there is a bit more space. It isn't ten men behind the ball, uh, and there is a little bit of that. You know, I've always been, especially when I when we coached, you, you try to, to you try to entertain as a team, mm-hmm. uh, but there is a lot of, especially in Scotland. You know, Celtic. I've, I've covered a lot of Celtic games this season, and teams come and make it difficult. It's two banks of five more often than not. What I would argue there with like some Man City, I think some of the, the teams down there set up similar as well against the big teams. I think that's just the way of it. They've uh, maybe got more quality further down the league than us as well. And Bielsa's getting slaughtered for uh, yeah, not adopting that you know, uh, formation last night, losing six. Chris, before we go to the break, what, what would you say to Craig? You know, listen, I, I, I see his point. I see his point. But I would just wonder what he would want, though, for his team, if his team is like a St Mirren... Mm-hmm. Dundee United, Livingston. If you're asking these players to play that sort of style, would you rather do it that way and get relegated, or play the way to your mm-hmm. strengths as a team and make sure you try and get in the top six, which is more money for the the, the club, and hopefully, if a chance, maybe even get into Europe. Listen, we all would love to play a certain style of football, but I think, if I'm honest, if everybody played the same style, I think it would be really boring. Um, it really really would be I think just allowing two teams just to pass the ball about and then you're just waiting to the, the edge of the box for somebody to have a bit of quality there Craig? I think as I, as I said I don't expect this isn't me asking teams like for example who's at the bottom of the league now? Yeah. Dundee? Dundee. Uh, I'm not expecting Dundee to go right we're playing against Celtic today let's go 4-4-2 let's yeah. get four men up the pitch and let's do it that way I'm meaning there are there are formations and systems you can use mm-hmm. that you have six or seven men behind the ball at all times but you can still allow one or two or three people up front like the problem I've seen recently is I think it was last season against Motherwell I noticed it uh, they had Tony Watt playing as a striker but whenever Rangers were going on the attack he would turn into a second a second wing back so mm-hmm. that there was more coverage now when a team plays like that and you've not got a player up front, all that's going to happen is the ball's going to keep coming at you and you're going to end up conceding a goal anyway. Like, if you've not got any outball, then you're just literally punting the ball up for them to come right back at you. Like, mm-hmm. so surely it'd be beneficial for these teams to even keep two or three men in, in advanced positions so that they can then create something on the counter. All right, Chris Burke. Yeah. yeah, no, it's only beneficial though, I feel, as if when that, that attacking player is actually producing because then it becomes, you know, Defence via attack, and then the defenders get an, our defensive players get annoyed at the attackers, and if they're not doing their job properly and scoring goals, you think, well, you need to do something. In Great. my opinion, listen. Thanks for calling. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're back. Second half next. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat, and more. Let's go. Thursday evening, the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Chris Burke, Simon Donnelly, and Celtic a goal down at half time to Bodo Glimt. Rangers are just what uh, an hour and fourteen minutes away from kick off against Borussia Dortmund. We gave you the Rangers line up there. Um, Chris Burke, you're just looking at Rangers same again as it was yeah. last Thursday night when they had the four-two win, uh, but quite a few changes from the Bundesliga side. Yeah, I'm just looking at you here, Paul. It looks as if Manuel coming at right back. 
Channel got to the midfield and Hazard will go in to the forward line whether he'll play as a 10 to support um, Marlon or um, he'll play in the wing I'm unsure of their, what their formation will be but that's three players that didn't play against Rangers none played you know I think Manure and Chan were out and Hazard didn't come on he was on the bench so so Rangers will have to have done their homework on these players and, and probably have done and to see if maybe they've played play, adopting a different formation Rangers coming up at eight tonight. Celtic meantime, you'd love to be a fly in the wall, Simon Donnelly, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. In that dressing room at half time. They're a goal down up against a team who look better than them. Is that fair in the first half? Yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, Bodo have been the better team uh, by far. I think Hearts had a couple of good saves that has kept it at 1 0 uh, for, for, for now. We looked at the, the potential free kick and the lead up to the Bodo goal there. I think we only got looking at it once, so still hard to comment on that. But yeah, they. They haven't been anywhere near their best Celtic, which we touched on at the start of the show. They would need to be to get some sort of result and progress in the tournament. They've been a wee bit off it tonight. A, a flurry, you know, Starfelt had a, a, a chance from a set play. And then I only remember another kind of cross coming in from Forrest, which was behind the two advancing Celtic attackers. So, yeah, it's been a poor evening so far. Uh, again, the, the only positive is you look at the bench, you know, there's plenty there to change. So let's see when the... The show starts again here in the, the second half. We see if any changes. Chris, if you were the Celtic manager, who would you bring on? What would you change? Who's going off? Who would you bring on? Many subs have I got. Yeah, oh yes. <laughs> Five. <laughs> um, I think I would put on Juranovic, um, okay. if I'm honest. Um, I'd, take, I'd take scales off and put Juranovic on. Yep. Um, just to, and I'd keep Juranovic mm-hmm. on the left. I think he does a great job on the mm-hmm. left-hand side. Um, I would put a bad on and I'd put Jot on also. And I would see how it goes from there. Uh, probably, if I could, maybe make a, a fourth one at the same time. But you don't really want to do that. Who are you, you taking off? Take sorry, sorry. Um, I know you said Forrest. It's, uh... I would, no, see, to be fair, if I'm honest, I would take your skills off for Juranovic and I would probably put um, either Hattati or McGregor into midfield and I would take I would take uh, Rogic off, actually. Right. And I would um, put put a bad or Jota on for Maeda. Simon has spotted some changes. changes. Yeah, yep, two changes. The mask tells you it's yep. Callum McGregor, the captain, and a badder. Yeah, so he's made on, the two so of the that, that he's not put Juranovic, so he put McGregor on. Rogic is off. Yep. Rogic, yep. So you did save Rogic yep. to go off. Yeah, McGregor would... is on, the captain. And <clears> a bad uh, bad for... maybe on for Forrest. Simon, no surprise. So he's took Forrest off. No, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. I think the, the pace of a badder you know, I think Chris touched on it in the first half, trying to turn and get in behind. He certainly has the pace. It's O'Reilly, actually, he's came on for. A bad that's in here. Yeah, so uh, it's just more attacking. It's probably went a, a, a 4-2-4, if you're honest. Yeah. yeah, made on the left, I think. Um, Jack and Marcus, you've got Forrest and you've got Abada. Um, obviously, Abada will go on the left, Forrest will go on the right, and you've got Jack and Marcus and Med up top. So you've got a, two, a 4-2-4. You'll have... Um, Beaton and McGregor try to control that middle of the pitch yep. um, so yeah. it's whether it'll work for Celtic listen there's nothing to lose now they just yeah. need to go for it and probably they're going to look for a goal in the first five minutes here like they did in the first couple of minutes and if they had a glimpse down the uh, huddle there well, they did it last week as well any chance of starting the game should the ref not just start it Simon <laughs> yeah it's surreal isn't it they, they, they do the huddle do at the, the start huddle. and at half time yeah <laughs> yeah it seems to be working for them so far but yeah it looks as if Maeda's going to get closer to, to Jack and Marcus through the middle here. Possibly a little tweak to the, the shape that we're more often familiar with with Ange. And the, the width will be started with 
Forrest actually on the left and the Badders out on the, on the right-hand side just now. Yeah. Well, the way Celtic play, they play their full-backs inverted, so when the ball's on the other side of the pitch, for example, on the left-hand side, Ralston comes in and makes it not a two in the middle, it makes it a three with, yeah. with, with Ralston, uh, Beaton and McGregor, so... So they, uh, it's just, listen, it's all, it doesn't really matter about formations. It's the same, the, 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 they're going to have to score the next goal, aren't they? And, and try and, you know, either it's both going to make a mistake at the back or whatever, or they create a good bit of passage of play. But they've got two good players on the pitch now. Um, no disrespect to the other players that were on, but they've got, you know, more experience. They've got real, real pace now. We're bad at running behind because both can't play a high line. Mm. And uh, that's something that they didn't do the first half. Uh, I felt as if they didn't run in behind. Uh, whether it was a late runner or a run from the side. And McGregor and Abada have been on form, which yeah. is uh, what Celtic need. Simon, deep down, I know we talked earlier on about, well, you know, Celtic will want to go toe-to-toe and, and win mm. the title if they do go out tonight. What would you hope? What's the best Celtic can hope for in the second? Is it to win 2-1 in the night and go out maybe? or? Well, I th- I think just turn the tide turn the tide of the game. Mm. The game's been all going towards Celtic's goal first half, you know, to come out and, and make a fist of it this half, show a little bit of threat, maybe get a goal, get back into it a little bit. I think that's that's all they can look for just now. I think Chris touched on it as well. Get the next goal and see see what happens. So much calmness already though, with Callum McGregor on the pitch. It looks it. a better they've start, played, doesn't they've, it? They've, they've had fifteen passes and they've not went for goal yet and they're in um, the opposition's final third just with Callum McGregor's control yep, keep look at that just you can play back sometimes to start a new attack and then you go a bad as inside the box we'll love a little clip ball ball across the face um, a behind the forward line again but you know Scales keeps it alive um, looking for a corner but unfortunately goes out for a bye kick goes for a goal kick so but that's better yeah, it's a better much better, better, better already yeah. two minutes gone in the second half Celtic a goal down it's going to be a fascinating 43 minutes remaining plus any injury time um, Celtic 4-1 down on aggregate Rangers 4-2 up and just uh, over an hour away from kickoff. Uh, the manager's saying yep it could go to penalties he obviously hopes that Rangers can do it in the 90 minutes but yeah it could be well I think it's not um you know, you you know it's it, it can be penalties in the end. That's a possibility. But you know, from the start of the game, that's not what we are thinking about. We are thinking about having a good performance, make sure we are have a good result. You know, uh, when there are no away goal uh, rule, you know it can uh, it can be uh, in the end penalties again. But then again, we have also players who can who can take penalties. But we know it's a, it's a scenario, but we don't have it in our minds when we start the game. So, Chris Park, what are you thinking for your old team for Rangers tonight? Then how it's going to go? You've got the lineups there. You've given them to us. No change for yeah. Rangers from last midweek. Listen, if Dortmund play the same way, I play similar to how they did. I can't see Rangers not scoring. Mm. The way I look at that team there, you know, you've got a Rebo, Arfield, Morelos, Kent. You know, I'll even include you know Lindstrom and mm. Tavernier in that. Yep. They'll, one of them's got to score tonight, no? So, you know, it's going to be a big ass then for Dortmund. It's just who gets the first creates anxiousness if Dortmund get the first. If Rangers get the next one, then it creates a little bit of calmness. It deflates them, doesn't it, Simon? If, if you know, if Rangers are 5-2 up on aggregate, then it's not game over, but close to it. Yeah, I spoke to yourself before the show when we were through uh, next door and I, 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 I suggested that the Rangers should go out and be bold. Uh, not necessarily gung-ho, and careless, but go and take the game to Dortmund like they did in the first the first leg. You know, they were quite comfortable in possession uh, and were clinical with their chances. I think they approached the game the same way tonight. 
We were talking a lot about VAR last night and Hugh Dallas, uh, UEFA referee now, obviously former uh, referee here in Scotland, he was talking about it. And there is going to be a meeting on Monday, Scottish Premiership, a VAR meeting. Uh, worries about the cost, as we know, all 42 clubs will have a say, but only the top flight clubs will have to stump up somewhere between 80 and £100,000 each. But the more you hear about it, and there was great chat last night, yeah, no, we I have heard. to have it. Yeah, We need to get VAR. Um, and we'll maybe talk about that tomorrow night or certainly next week as well. But I thought it was good conversation. Has Celtic come forward again? Down the right, Simon? Um, yeah, just look, Different approach. Yeah, look yep. uh, more comfortable at the start here. Getting the ball into the box here. Nice little reverse. Handball. That could have been a handball. He's not going to give it because there's no VAR. There's Paul. no VAR. <laughs> <laughs> right listen, the, the, I'm going to tell you something. The game could pro- probably would be 0-0 going into this game. Yeah, because of the, because the foul. Of yep. yeah. And they're not showing you it back. They haven't shown you it close. Yeah, yeah. Just a little reverse see, from Maeda. He's ham. Not sure. Let's see. Let's see from it this now. angle. Oh, oh. They've <laughs> cut it. Right <laughs> at the point. We're going to see it. Listen, he's, <laughs> his, hands do, his hands in the way of the shot. So I don't yeah. know the rules and regulate. They change them that much, right? So we'll... we'll We'll go in Celtic's favour and say, if it was me as attacker, I would say handball and I'd be claiming for it. If I was a defender, I would be panicking and saying, thankfully there isn't VAR. Here it is again, Simon. Mm. I'd probably I, take my word back Actually, a bad one was in front sure of him, wasn't he? No. It's hard to tell with James, the you're on VAR, what do you say? He's saying elbow. Is he? James is on the Go Radio VAR watch. So and He's usually biased, so he's actually must the positive be thing, The positive thing for Celtic is a lot of the plays in the opposition yeah. half now they've, mm. they've started this half a lot better than the first half certainly have uh, it's cleared there still a goal down uh, Simon you've thought about Rangers were giving you the line up as well still think yeah I think yep. Rangers will go over the line I think the, the team looked good to set up last week I think it makes a lot of sense to go with the same 11 mm. uh, I do think some of their players flourish in Europe the attacking mm. players Morelos is at the top of his game so mm-hmm. I expect Rangers to score and go through and Ryan Kent could be his night as well. Yeah, again, yep. space for, for guys like him, you know, creative players and teams to go and express themselves. Yeah, I think what one thing Rangers have done, they've learned from that heavy defeat against Celtic. I think since that, mm. you know, they've tinkered a little bit in the formation and personnel. I think the inclusion of Jack and Lundstrom has helped the licence of Arfield and Arebo to play a little bit higher. Mm. And Arfield actually plays in the right and presses in the left-hand side, which allows Tavenier then to have the pockets of space, which he's really good at crossing from the deep. Um, and Arfield's such an unwilling runner, a selfless runner, and I think he's so crucial to the team. And then you've got Kent, who can just do magic out of, even if two or three players is around him, and then you've got Morelos in the box to, to put the ball in the back of the net. So... I do think it could be a good night for, for Rangers. Chris Burke, we're out of time. Who are you playing this weekend? Uh, Dunfermline. Dunfermline. Uh, who are I did think about that yeah, one. Yeah, no, sorry. As Celtic, just before we go, a chance here and a corner kick for Celtic. Keep you up to date later. That's it from us. Back tomorrow night at five. News is next. And then Joe Colday. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! 
Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With Taxi Trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees, They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.